the triangle offense. We were on a little bit of a hiatus last week, but we're back. I'm here with Cage and Dan. What's up, guys? Nothing much, man. Just enjoying life, you. How's the NBA action, man? How's that been? NBA, NCAA, you mean? Oh, yeah, I know, man. I've been on the NCAA as of late. I don't even know what's going on in the NBA. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> well, then, well, then this is going to be a short podcast. If Maybe. We, we don't know what's happening. But really, there hasn't been a lot of NBA news. So for this podcast, we're going to be talking about the potential playoff teams from both the East and the West. There's a few spots still open. The majority of the spots are kind of filled up. I would say one to six. But the last few spots are still available on both the East and the West side. So we're going to be talking about that and maybe get into a, a little bit of the bigger topics for each team. But to get started, we're going to move into the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And right now, as of today, we have a really, really tight race. The 7th and the 8th spots are still up for grabs between four teams. Yeah. And each and all these teams are separated by two games. Mm-hmm. So that's a very small margin. We have about, I think, 12 games left in the season. Yeah. What do you guys think so far of this situation for the East? Yeah, it's like about 10 to 15 games left. And uh, even between 5th place and 10th place, there's only 5-game difference. And you can see teams going on a hot streak or a cold streak. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I know. I got to say, yeah, I kind of see what you're talking about there with the Celtics. You know, they're, they've really got to get Crowder back in there. Otherwise, uh, they could be dropping to that 7th uh, spot real quick but uh yeah i know it's a really tight race there uh you know chicago bulls have been banged up with injuries all year that's kind of affected their their uh, chances of getting into the playoffs but there's still hope um you know pistons have having been having a great year and even after trading um uh, and, and uh, jennings you know they're still pretty pretty competitive in the race and you know the wizards they've been up they've been up and down all year you know gortat he's been really stepping it up since halfway through the year and you know uh, let's see if the him and wall can you know, close it off strong yeah it's kind of like the western conference of before it used to be tight everyone used to be above 500 yep. and uh, now we got it in the east maybe the east is becoming a tougher division yeah and a lot of surprises too i would say you know hornets especially no one thought they'd be uh, as dominant as they've been over the last couple of weeks kemba walker is really coming into his own but moving on, so like I mentioned, there are four teams up, uh, that are currently fighting for those final two playoff spots. Mm-hmm. Pacers, Bulls, Pistons, and Wizards, all separated by two games. If you guys had to pick two teams to take those final two slots, who would it be and why? You want me to start, Dan? Yeah, go ahead, man. I'll say uh, the way it's set right now is probably the way it, uh, I would expect it to be just Pacers and Bulls to have the 7th and 8th respectively just because of experience. They've been there. They know what it takes to make the playoffs. You have a Pistons team that's pretty young. And the Wizards team just haven't been the same without Paul Pierce. I know he's not, he's not the biggest reason why a team would make the playoffs or not make the playoffs. But And the injuries they've had with Bradley Beal, it's, uh, it's going to be tough for them. So I'm, I'm going to say the Pacers... And the Bulls, the Pacers have been playing great all year, and I think they deserve to make the playoffs, as do the Chicago Bulls. You, you really think the Bulls uh, can overcome all those injuries to, to really hang on to that eighth spot? That's the thing. They have so much depth. They have Bobby Portis, Doug McDermott, Tony Snell. Yep. You know, 
they revive point guards. Like Aaron Brooks will go there and he'll just revive his whole career with that team. And uh, yeah, I think just because of the depth and that, how that team is structured, they just know what it takes to win. Yeah, I think that depth really comes into play against the Raptors for some reason. They just have the Raptors' numbers over the last few seasons. Just yeah. pounding them. 4-0 this season against the Raptors. Mm-hmm. For, I think, for f- probably 50% of the games, Rose wasn't even playing. Powell yeah. was missed the last game. But they're still uh, hanging on to that last spot. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I gotta say, uh, I do see the Bulls making the playoffs. I don't see the Pacers making the playoffs. The Wizards are kind of starting to, you know, get away from the whole playoff race. I know they've won four straight, but they're due for a loss sometime soon. And I gotta say, I like the Pistons. Reggie Jackson, he's been playing really great this year. And Drummond, you know, all-star right there. He's been playing great, posting up monster numbers since the departure of Monroe. I like those two as well. They, you know, they're they just really suit each other, and I think that going into the final, you know, quarter of the of the year or last three weeks, uh, I can see the Bulls and Pistons making the playoffs pretty much in the East, and Pacers and Wizards are left out. Bulls and Pistons, Shrey. Yeah, it's like I think Dan kind of lost his breath there, kind of. Everybody versus Detroit. I'm on Detroit. Oh, yeah, eh? Yeah, I'm on <laughs> yeah, Detroit. You know, it, it would be huge for the Pistons if uh, if they could get Reggie Jackson and uh, Drummond into the playoffs, get you know, get their first taste of it. So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it's not far-fetched. I have, in my opinion, I have the Bulls falling out of that spot. I, I just can't see them overcoming all these major injuries. You have Todd Gibson out with the hamstring. you got Pau Gasol's knee acting up, and him publicly saying that he's not going to be 100%. Yeah. And then you have Derrick Rose, who's in and out of the lineup as it is. Literally, a little ankle sprain could take him out for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. And you have Jimmy Butler, who's been fighting through probably, I think, the the most severe injury out of all of them. And he's fighting just to keep these goals in the playoff spot. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's enough. Don't don't forget Joakim Noah. Oh, well, that's been, that's, that's been for Did a while. Did you say Taj Gibson, too? Taj Gibson, yeah, 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 yo. Really. And Meritage has been out, too, for quite a bit during the season, Ooh, too. Mm-hmm. Someone's on their Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think these Bulls are so, like, stacked. You know, I even their bench guys are pretty good, and they step up when needed. Like, look at the way that they played against the Raptors. Like, I don't think anybody thought the Bulls they can, Bulls can uh, pull it off, but they did. It's just oh, yeah. something about the Raptors. McDermott is coming into his own. He's looking like the shooter coming out of college that everyone expected. Snell as well. He's been playing great as well. Yeah, Snell. So uh, Snell, I haven't seen a lot of, but you know what? I would say the whole Chicago team has been stepping up. So, moving on. You guys, Dad, you specifically have the Pacers out of all teams not making it. That's Why? Right. I don't really like C.J. Miles, and I think the team doesn't like him either. They don't really play <laughs> him as much just, anymore. Just a C.J. Yeah. Miles. <laughs> I had him on my fantasy team earlier this year, and I dropped his ass. But uh, you know, I don't really like him, and I think there's a loss in Jinx as well. I know they got him, and it's funny. The I think the Rockets have been playing really good since he left, and now the Pacers they've been playing horrible since he's come in. I know he hasn't really played much, but I think there's there's a little bit of a loss in Jinx there. I don't know there. if the Rockets and playing well go together right now, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> no, they they've been playing like they've been losing occasionally, but when they lose, it's not embarrassing like it was at the beginning of the year. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Paul George is really carrying the team there, and. I, I just don't think that they're complete. I think their center position, Miami, whatever his name is, but... Mahimi. Mahimi, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I got a little bit of Charles Barkley in me right there, but, you know, I don't think he's cut out for the playoffs and or the playoff run. 
everybody's going to start stepping it up, and I think he's going to be him in the power forward position is what's weakened in Indiana. I think with Indiana, big man isn't even their issue. Maybe it's the guard position because they have Mahimi, they have Jordan Hill, and they have Miles Turner. Yeah. All three of them have been pretty solid, and all you need to be is solid at the big man position. Don't forget Lavoy Allen. Lavoy Allen, yeah. And at the guard position, they got George Hill and... Yeah. Yeah, Mark <laughs> They got... No, no, pretty... I'm a point guard. Oh, point guard. Yeah. Well, Mark has played a little bit of point guard, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's their primary shooting guard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like that's why they, they went out and got that. Yeah, made the loss in deal. I, I don't think a lot of people saw that coming, really. Because you would look at... Yeah, their guard position is pretty stacked. Um, you know, I know it's point guard you're talking about specifically, but yeah. they've got some pretty good guards there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, but I still have them making the playoffs. You don't, so I don't know why yeah. you're complimenting them. Yeah, so wait, <laughs> so Shree, who do you have? You talked about I the... I actually have the Pacers, and I'll say Pistons as well. Oh, you Pistons, like the Pistons too, you know eh? What? You know what? I would have the Bulls on any other day with a healthy... I would say even if they had a little bit of a healthier lineup... But they just have too many banged up bodies, and heading into the playoffs, it's going to be tough. That final stretch, I think that's going to take a lot out of the most. What is it about the Pistons that you guys like? I, I, you know what, first and foremost, I really like the new addition of Tobias Harris. I think he adds to what Stan Van Gundy wants in Detroit. And he's kind of bringing that Orlando offense into Detroit, where they had you know Dwight Howard in the middle and a bunch of shooters around them. And that's exactly what they're doing. Oh, right the now. old Orlando so, from Van Gundy days. Yeah, Van yeah. Gundy days. So I, I really like what they're doing. And, and you know what? They've been winning uh, a lot as of late. They're on a two-game winning streak. I believe they've won a four of their last five. So they're on the up and coming, I would say. Yeah, pretty young team. I think it just off the top of my head, only Reggie Jackson's probably made the playoffs made out of that us. whole team. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, to reach their own. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, they're so fine. It looks like uh, the majority of us agree, other than Dan, that Pacers and... Uh, the Pistons. And some of us think the Bulls <laughs> are going to make it. One of us. So we all disagree. Yeah, agree we all disagree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all, we got two of us picking two teams you know what? pretty much. Yeah. If I were to the say... The Wizards are out. The Wizards are out, though. Out of all of us, we all picked the Wizards out. If, if I were a betting man, I, w I would take the Bulls. That, All right. That, that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a bad pick, but we're gonna move on to the Western Conference now, and you know a very similar situation is going on in the Western Conference as well with the sixth, seventh, and eighth spots still up for grabs. You have four teams, and I'm gonna list all four: Portland Trailblazers, the Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, and the Utah Jazz, mm -hmm. all fighting for those final two spots, and they're separated by two and a half games. Another tight situation. Yeah. Only three spots remaining. Cage, who do you have out of those four teams making the playoffs? Those, those final three spots. I, I don't see the Jazz coming back and grabbing an eighth spot. They have been the Chicago Bulls of the Western Conference in terms of injuries, except they don't, they don't have that depth or experience that the Bulls have. So, you know, they have Exum going out. They have Hood always in and out. They have Gobert in and out. Uh, these are the players they need to make the playoffs. So, I don't know. I don't see the Jazz. I, I, see, I see it the way it is. I'm just shocked that the Trailblazers have been as good as they have yeah. this season. Yeah, that was my next question. Just surprises uh, for the Western Conference, the Portland Trailblazers. Nobody saw them 
being in the sixth spot with two and a half weeks to go in the NBA season. Yeah. It's it's just a testament to what uh, Stotts is doing. Lillard has really come into his own in Portland. Not a lot of people thought he could be that franchise player, but he's shown he could be above and beyond that. Mm-hmm. So it's a good a good sight to see. Um, you have Houston in the seventh spot. Do yeah. You guys, do you guys uh, feel that they're in a comfortable spot? Do you think they're they're making that push to be better, or they're just not there? They've been struggling throughout the whole season. I don't think anybody wants to play the Spurs or Warriors in the, in the in the playoffs. So yeah, they're definitely going to go and try to get as high as possible. They're they're borderline, um, you know, seventh spot right now. With uh, you know, they can possibly push over the Trailblazers. Um, the Grizzlies look like they're way ahead. Uh, four games is quite a bit this time of the year. Um, you know, so I think there is a huge urgency to get that sixth spot. But uh, I've got to disagree with Cage there. I think the Jazz will bounce back into the playoffs and take out the Mavs. The Mavs? Yeah, I don't, I don't like the Mavs, man. The Mavs, there's something about them. There's something, it's whether it's the defense or the age or the slowness, but Matthews has not been the same player coming out and over from Portland. And, you know, the team is just not shooting as well. They've lost four straight home games. Um, teams against, they sh- most of them they should have beat including the Denver Nuggets, which was horrible. And then, you know, they somehow beat the, sh- the Charlotte uh, Hornets the other day. But, you know, this team is just in a big slump at the wrong time of the season. Yeah, definitely the wrong time of the season. Like two, two weeks left, yeah. Could we agree that if you're in the West, you don't want to be in 6, 7, 8? Yeah, whereas, you don't want to be in either of those spots. Whereas in the East, you don't really mind where you're at, yep. other than 8, maybe? Yep, yep. Those top three teams in the West, I don't think any team in the NBA <laughs> would want to go up against them in a yeah. first-round playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. Any matchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what? One of the quieter teams, the Clippers, are you guys mm. shocked at the struggles they've had this season? Well, I'm actually impressed at their record with no Griffin for the majority of the season. They've played great, and I thought a lot of teams would have used the hack of DJ um, against the Clippers, but for some reason, it just doesn't work. And their depth on the bench has played really well all year. I just got to say, you know, the Clippers have done really well for the circumstances they've come across. I don't say this often, but I, I agree with Dan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Clippers have been a surprise of how, how good they've been playing Without Blake Griffin, that Chris Paul to DeAndre Jordan connection has been really, really good for them. And the teams have not been able to match up. So you can kind of see what the Mavericks were trying to do there by getting him. Uh, A lot of people thought getting DeAndre would make a massive difference for the Mavericks. But clearly it did for the Clippers to have him on the team. Yeah, a huge turnaround for them. Definitely with losing Griffin uh, to pretty much that drama that went on for about... Who knows how long is everywhere in the news. Yeah. But, um, but do you guys think their head's in the right spot going into the playoffs? With all that's happened in their organization, with Griffin still being out and potentially not even making it up until the first round of the playoffs. I know that the Clippers are, have a better record right now without Griffin. So I don't know how Griffin coming back is going to impact the team, if they're going to be worse or better. Um, I know it seems obvious that they would be better, but the records don't show that. The, you know, they've been playing really good without him, and they've adapted to a, maybe a better chemistry uh, 
situation without him. So I don't know how it's going to be when it comes towards the playoffs when they get Griffin back. But as of right now, I like the I like the Clippers right now. I think they can advance to the second, maybe third round easily. You know, obviously anybody who plays the Thunder, whoever plays the Thunder and the Spurs and the Warriors, obviously that's going to be a huge matchup. But, you know, right now if they're they're looking at the Grizzlies in the first round, they'll destroy them. There's still a ton, uh, a ton of basketball to be played. Yeah. So probably we'll have a better idea of where people are going to be slotting in as of next week, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so, guys, remember to tune in to Super Basketball Bros. Uh, on our YouTube page. You can find us on IG. We post hilarious memes. We try to spark a lot of basketball discussions, so make, so make sure to check us out there. And also our uh, podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, Soundcast, sorry. SoundCloud. 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 Yes, you're that. listening to it right now. Yeah, yeah and we're going to be uh, <laughs> posting this there, so make sure to check it out in all our other videos. And that's a wrap for us. The Super Basketball. Bro. Oh.